Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cantina MX, episode 388. We're live on Twitter Spaces. Let's go. Going to be talking about the jornada over the weekend. Obviously, tonight, Tigres and Chivas had a match in which Tigres won 4-1. to And uh, waiting for everyone to pile on Dick Chain. Anyways, on top of that, we do have a... List of players that will be playing in the Partido Molero, the Molero Tour, Peru and Colombia, uh, Los Angeles, and the Bay Area. So we're going to be talking about the list and seeing if, if we agree with it. But before I go any further, let's welcome Joel to the podcast. Joel, how are we doing? I'm doing good, Jaime. It sucks, especially with Florida America. My man's is doing dishes. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody, to Twitter Spaces. In, in case you're not familiar with this format, feel free to request to speak, and, and you can have an opportunity, your 15 minutes of fame, with us. Um, obviously, the hot topic tonight with Tigres on the road, getting the business done. Juan Pablo Vignon scoring a brace to give Tigres a 2-0 lead at halftime, and then... The mistakes continue to pile on in the second half. And in the end, Chivas got demolished at home 4-1. to one. This is uh, sort of like a like a wet match for Chivas. They had a, such a great streak going. They were, they were doing well. And today, it just all blew up in their face and kind of gave us, like, the old Chivas that we were trying to get rid of. It's like hiding Jekyll, you know? Up until this game, I believe Chivas had the best defense in the league. Yeah. They had only allowed, I believe, nine goals. So Yeah, for Nada Nueva, that's about a goal per game. Um, but they had a couple clean sheets. And it was just like you said, one of those games. But at the same time it's it should serve as a reminder that despite the, the good streak, the team is still not one of the strongest. If you compare them player for player um, to the to the best teams in the league, Chivas is not just doesn't rank up there. And I think as fans we forget that, and we always, you know, team goes into a hot streak, and then we we think they're gonna steamroll the competition. But you do have these teams like Tigres America. Um, <clears throat> Pachuca. Even Monterrey, who they beat, yeah, Pachuca. That I think if we were to do, you know, um, man for man, yeah, they're obviously, you know, they have stronger squads and better stacked. She was a team that, you know, um, hey man, still has a lot of juveniles. A week ago, you were like Dick Chain Gang all the way. She was... I still am. I, 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 I'm, I'm not getting off of Quite the, the heel turn. No, no. We're not I'm that saying... big. We're not that good. We're, we're punching no. above our weight. <laughs> tampoco. Tampoco punching out over the weight. I think they're... She was just kind of where they... It's kind of where they're at, um, where they should be, where they were, where they were like in seventh place. I think they had a three-point cushion. But they were like in seventh place and about 
three to four points from like fourth. And that's kind of where they've been finishing uh, since Pelias came in. That's kind of where the team has been, um, which is not a bad place, you know, um, given what's going on with the club. You know, they really can't bring in players, uh, young players, all of that stuff. So it's it's expected, you know. I, uh, it sucks, but uh, at the same time, I don't think uh, I, I don't think you know. We I, I think uh, what was I gonna say? Lost my train of thought. I mean, well, I think going into America, man, probably now people will probably now be expecting another beatdown. <laughs> we'll see what happens. They have the best offense, no? It was almost going to be the best defense versus the best offense. And now it's. Davis, Davis, man, they think. Can't can discount that Tiger, man. Yeah. I, I mean, just... I think the issue was with the same thing from early on in the tournament. We kept getting all those brawls because we couldn't score. Chivas dominated those first 20, 25 minutes to the point where they should have been up to nothing. I mean, it's the same issue throughout the whole season. What's the point of trading so many chances you can't put them away? Uh, that would have completely changed the game, and I don't think we'd be having this conversation of, oh, you know, we don't have the roster to, like, you know, maybe not be able to compete with these teams or a friendly reminder. It's just finishing, and it goes back to La Directiva. Their response to losing Mat- uh, Macias was bringing Ormeño. Like, that was literally the worst response they could have done. But, all right, so do you think when uh, Chihuahua squad as is, like, where would you rank it in all of the IMAs? Where you rank Chivas roster-wise, if you have a healthy Macias and playing at the level that Vega, Piojo, and Beltran are playing throughout the season? No, I mean, there's no really reason now, why for you to be... But, but Macias is not here. We, we, can't, we can't put him in. He's he's not going to play until February. Well, are you talking about rosters or are you talking about form? No, not like the roster, but I mean, I know he's part of the team, but he's not. We can't count him in because he's not a factor right now. So roster as is right now with players available right now, you know, how would you rate them? Because um. He did say, uh, Macias, in an interview that he's expecting to return February of next year. I'd say anywhere between six, five, or four. America, Tigres, Monterrey have a better roster, but outside of that, where are you going to tell me? It's fair uh, game. Are you going to tell me Pumas, Cruz Azul? Maybe Pachuca. So, they're like a young, developed, well yeah. academy. Yeah. Academy's developing well and everything. That's true, but you could also make the argument with a couple like, you know, having kept up that good defense and the results, you can make that argument as well that Chivas could beat Pachuca. Well, uh, based on the national team call-up, Guadalajara have Piojo Alvarado, Nene Beltran, and Alexis Vega. That's three. Um, yeah, and I think Monterrey has more. I think Morte has the the most, actually. Gallardo, Moreno, Payas Mori, and uh, Romo. Has that guy even scored? Payas Mori? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, I know he got injured earlier this season, so, I mean, I don't know how, how what form he's in right now. But 
Um, just to put salt in an open rune and just to kind of give you guys perspective of what happened tonight, I, I agree with you, Pastor. Like, this game should have been over from the first 20 minutes. Chivas ended up with 23 shots, 8 of those on target, 57% possession, 459 passes, 88% pass accuracy. They only had 5 fouls in the game, 9 corner kicks. Meanwhile, Tigres, every, in, in every department, they had less. They had 16 shots. They had 43% possession, less passes, less accuracy on passing. I mean... It this just doesn't it doesn't add up, man. Algo no cuadra. Like hey, how how how, how does this happen? Quality, quality over quantity. They do have the better players, and that's you know the type of player. And when presented with that, that type of opportunity, they make the most of it. I think they just had a better goalkeeper today yeah. because Watcho Jimenez. Oh, yeah, well, MVP. He yeah, kept them alive those first twenty minutes. But that's that's part of having a better squad, you know. Yeah, but I feel like Wacho had a bad day in the office. Like, the first goal, se la comió, you know? Uh, and even the second goal was, like, a weird funk play. It was, like, a weird FIFA, like, bug. It's, like, one of those goals that happen in FIFA <laughs> where, like, your own player, like, accidentally hits the ball, like, and it ricochets, and then the player just picks up an easy goal. Like, it was just weird. But I turned it off at halftime, bro. I was pissed. I'm like, I'm not watching this shit anymore. <laughs> I was pissed, man. I'm like, dude. Like, the one game I watched this season, they lose. Like, all right, I'm going back to not watching them anymore. <laughs> no, yeah, it was enough great, but, I mean, it was also Tigres. People just counting. I don't know, bro. Like, Tigres haven't been. Yeah, Tigres lost to Leon, bro. No, I know, but that, that's not a reflection I feel we lost the game more because of our yeah. mistakes, was, our yeah, losses. Exactly. Because of Tigres, them, who they have, their roster, whatever the case might be. We lost that game. Tigres did not win that game. We gave them the first two goals with two stupid mistakes. We beat ourselves tonight, man. 4-1 is beating yourselves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and buenas noches to... <laughs> My, my, my favorite Chiermanos are gloomy tonight. I've been trying to tell these guys some sense, but they, they don't listen, man. No, nothing caso, Joel. No, yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I understand. You guys bring up some excellent points, as usual. But the game isn't 20 minutes, it's 90 minutes. Yeah. Yes. And I tried to tell you guys last week, although you see the media, they're, high, they're saying the best defense in Liga and Max, the numbers are there, obviously. But if you watch these games, it doesn't really show that. Like, they don't defend as good as the numbers show. If you watch that Puebla game, the, the defender you guys had, he, he was being turned left and right like a tortilla. Wait, who? The Mont and um, Chiquete, or I, don't even, I don't even know what his name is. No, not not that young kid. The other one, Mosso. Uh, Wait, who no, not that? him. Uh, Sanchez or Mont? I don't even know his name. Wait, on Chivas? Yeah, the right back or no? Oh, the, Chapo. That, yeah, yeah, him. Chapo Sanchez. Like, yeah. I, OG. I get. 
Yeah, and he, he was there playing with them against Puebla, but I mentioned this. Chivas is an equipo ratonero. <laughs> like, what do you guys expect playing, trying to be ratonero against Tigres, the same team that won the title off an own goal against Leon? Bad game plan, a bunch of hype, smoke and mirrors as usual. Man, Damn. I'm I'm looking forward to this classic on Saturday, man. You guys said <laughs> you guys brought up I like I said you brought up some good points, but let's not kid ourselves. Chivas could have eight six goals tonight. You know, I said in one of the other pods when Chivas was hitting their hot streak out, you know, with, with the youth. And whatnot, and how they could get to Ligilla, but even if they got there looking really good, I wouldn't have them as favorites. Just, just because of that, like, so the youth, um, sometimes like double edged sword, you know, that inexperience could then end up playing. And, and you can add that as, as another thing. Like, these guys have been on this streak partially because the season's been a double, they've been a bunch of double. Yeah. These mm-hmm. other teams have been tired, man. If it was back to the same format, playing once a week, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they'd be zero and sixteen right now. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but obviously, uh, over the weekend they beat Puebla one zero, and uh, we knew the game against Tigres was going to be tough, and it's a makeup game from Jornada Nueve, so it was a makeup game, and then we got we got uh, America, so seven ga- uh, sorry three games in seven days, like it's going to take a toll on anybody. For sure, but I, I think Chivas has been exposed a little bit, officially exposed. I always seen through the smoke and marriage. That's what, that's what I, that was the talking point at the start of the season. Kalena, you know, Kalena got exposed. He's not going to win again. What's the, uh, that famous quote from Mike Tyson? Everybody has a game plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, the media was was kind of like putting some smoke up our ass last couple of weeks, you know, the streak and having a really good defense, whatnot. And uh, today we got punched in the face. We got exposed. And I think it like it's not ideal. It's not what you wanted to happen leading up yeah, to it's Saturday. It's also serious. I mean, I, I know we like to lean. We like to make fun of them a lot. You know, and all that, but they have really good quality players and a really good coach. This is a team that's been, you know, one of the main candidates for years now, not just a season or two. They've been like one of the main candidates to win it season after season. So that's that's the type of team, you know, that that she was that did that to Chivas and you know, managed to to take advantage of all their mistakes. Yeah. Um, we talk a lot about Chivas. I do want to acknowledge the the gigante in the room right now. America did get that win against Necaxa, and uh, how many wins is that in a row, Ricardo? That's about nine. Well, so- I, I have to cor- I have to correct you there, Jaime. That's Papi America. <laughs> So, uh, is this a club record for you guys? It sure is, but 
I wanted to mention one last thing about Chivas before you guys move on. I wanted to. I wanted to. No, yeah. Hey, I have to, man. I'm the number one hater. (laughs) I I have to ask you guys a question. I know the season isn't done, but can we officially stamp the muscle, uh, the muscle accusation, uh, act of transfer to Chivas as a yeah decision to get him as a dud? Um. I'll be honest, man, like he's he, been a no show. He uh he I mean he hasn't been playing. No, terrible signing. They said uh one of the reasons he's not playing is because he's had injuries and stuff that haven't like completely healed. But the reason Tata never called him up was because he literally sucks at defense and he got exposed mm-hmm. in playoffs and he also got exposed versus Sounders. Uh, the only Facts. reason I thought he might work at Chivas because Cadena was playing that back line of five. So I was like, all right, so he's playing with three center backs. Uh, Mosul, you know, has more where he run up and not so much defend. But you throw him a back line of four and everything, nah, gets the man exposed. Booty. Yeah. And then also the strikers we've had. Uh, I also thought, you know, same thing. Macias is going to be healthy. Uh, he can get him on those headers. Uh, most of those crosses have been trash, and they even if they're good, there's no one on that other receiving end with even some like decent height or that is known for heading. You'd think Ormeño would do that, and that that would be a whole different story, yeah, yeah, man. I think, uh, I think Pumas did us dirty, but at the same time, <laughs> they ended up with Chino Huerta, so I think it's a fair trade. <laughs> I mean, it, everyone has. Uh, the Mexican Mosala. They kind of sell Chivas damaged goods. That's that's like something I've been like noticing. Um, and if you guys haven't listened to this podcast, uh, what, what's the name, Jaime, of the podcast? Uh, it's Canelo Angulo. It's his YouTube channel. Mm. Yeah, and he has some really good interviews, and I, I really recommend them because it's these candid interviews where the players. They'll give you the type of info you don't normally get, and then you get a really good insight to what it's like to to be a player or what the players go through. Um, and there was the interview with Alexis Vega, and he was talking about how at Toluca he had spent about two years injured. So when they sold him to Chivas, he was injured. He he even talks about he hadn't been a hundred percent. And, and it's crazy because uh, he talked about being injured since he was like 17 or 18. And then he, he gets this knee injury at uh, like 20 or something like that. But he had been carrying injuries when he was sold to Chivas. And I still think he might be a big touch stop. So I don't think, because there was all this like, uh, you know, trash talk about him when he signed the, when he signed, when he resigned with Chivas. Right, so Chivas signs him up, and then all of a sudden he he can't perform, and I think that's part of it. Um, you know, you had other reporters claiming that he got comfortable and because he didn't go to Europe and all this other. It's just trash talk. Uh, but I do recommend that. I preferred the one with uh, with Macias and and Vega, and yeah, their whole talk about injuries reminded me of the. The one interview I talked about here a while back with Moncho when he said he had to go after training to get injections in his knees. 
I, I was gonna recommend that the same the same thing because uh, at work yesterday I I saw uh, on my recommendations I saw the on YouTube I saw the interview with the uh, with Macias. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was pretty, it was pretty good. You guys are right. It is that guy has some good interviews on his channel. But they, uh, let me just mention one thing about Macias real quick. Like, I used to, do, I, I, I liked his mentality when everyone would criticize him about him, like showing up early to train before the other players. Like you'd hear, you would hear good things like him acting like a pro and being more mature than everyone else at his age, right? But after watching that interview, I could see why other players hate would, on hate, him. would would hate on him. Yep. It's been my mom's CEO. Oh, he's a fresa. Yeah, for sure. They did ask him that, and he's like, I don't think he answers. He, he comes Canelo off answered. as he, he likes the smell of his own farts, man. I all right. So like I watched these interviews. So like the only reason I I knew about it was because I think Macias was like you know how on Instagram they like do like collabs now. So like I guess Canelo had like uploaded the video and then tagged him on it. So I was like, oh shit, Macias did an interview. Like I gotta check this out. And like one thing that I didn't realize, and you guys have mentioned already, is like how many fucking injuries these guys carry that we don't even know about. Like, Macias was banged up. And uh, he talked about how, like, he's been at Chivas the longest, like, since he's been there for, like, 17 years or some shit, some crazy-ass time. And then he also said that, like, yeah. when, he said that, like, uh, you know, Pulido was, like, the main guy and he wasn't going to get any opportunity. So when he went to Leon, like, he was excited. And uh, he came, he went to the team injured. Like, he was carrying an injury, so it's like, damn, dude. Like, I had no idea. And then he said, like, it was only a matter of time for, like, this injury to happen. And now he's out for, like, whatever, seven seven months, nine months. But it's just like, damn, bro. Like, are these guys just, like, banged up and, and we just don't know about it? And, like... They are. It, yes. Yes, I mean, and I've been, I've been trying to tell you lads. And, like, Ricardo, no one listens to me. I get no respect. But, yeah, mm-hmm. they, they are. That's why we see players, like... Like promesas at Chivas, like before, like Pitufo Avila and um, Borba and Borboa. There's been so many. Um, probably one of the most known is going to be Pinarellano, that the injuries ultimately did them in. And they just didn't, they didn't, uh, they just couldn't progress as they should have been able to. Well, I understand, like, Vega, when he was young at the Luca and having injuries, not being able to shake them off. But I feel like now when they're, like, more in their career and they're making really great money, uh, I feel a lot of them probably don't do the rehabs or, the you know, the recoveries that is recommended for a player to them to do. I remember, uh, what's his name, Santi Jimenez, he uploaded a picture, he was watching the Cusasul game, uh-huh. and he has some stuff, like, wrapped around his legs, you know, he's, like, recovering at home, or, you know, like, stuff, or, like, what Cristiano has been famous for, that they say no one takes care of his body and watches his sleep and everything, like, the way he does. Not saying they have to go to that degree of work ethic, but it makes you question, are these players when they got Mekis? even taking care of themselves 90% of the way they should. Bro, they're over here getting kawamas after the game. 
And yeah, so that's, that's come on. That's what I'm you have Achi Achi taking shots like in Houston. And they're mm-hmm. like hurt and trying to put on the show for you, us. <laughs> it, it, no, come on now. They have responsibility. You, you want to know how, how serious the Mexican takes recovery serious? Watch that video of, of Hector Herrera. Watch, just watch that video. Mm-hmm. This dude's supposed to be injured. Yeah, exactly. So I, I give them some responsibility as well. It's not like they're out here like suffering and shit. Now, well, for some of these guys, like for the youngsters, it was like you have a short window to try to get signed up into the first team. And that was one of the reasons because he had just been at Juveniles and when he was being used, uh, and I'm talking about Alexis right now. It, it's a really great interview. He, he gets to play Copa Libertadores and he, he goes through all his like from youth, like Fugo Llanero, basically, all the way to like playing with a, he played with a team that was like a neighborhood team that would sometimes scrimmage against like uh, the club, club's youth teams. And they, they took him, they, they took him on one of those teams just to play. And that's how he got started for Toluca. Um, he had been at Pumas. It's all crazy. The, the whole thing, I really do recommend it. Um, oh, just it was, his, it was his, insightful, man. Yeah, his bus ride to um, his his bus ride to Pumas. You know, and he talks about he was thinking about retiring. How many metros? Yeah, well, and you know, he even says how he couldn't afford when he was going to Toluca. Sometimes he couldn't afford to go because he had to take like a, I don't know how many buses because it was like two hours away. And he said sometimes he couldn't afford to go on the trip. He would he and would he, he would him, miss practice. Yeah, he asked him like, "Hey, can I stay at Casa Club?" And they're like, "This is for players that are signed." So he wasn't even signed yet, and mm-hmm. so he he actually quit. He yeah. stopped going, and one of the coaches went to look for him, and and they were like, "This guy can't afford to go," which is what happened to uh, if, you, if you hear the story of Fenomeno Ronaldo. I think he was going to be, he was trying out for this big club, one of the bigger clubs in Brazil, and he couldn't afford the trips. And some other smaller teams snatched him up. Yeah. And, and now Vega puts diamonds in his teeth. <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, thanks for... Oh, wait, 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 just, just really oh. quick, because me, me, me salí de... They were saying so. Reason why he wasn't getting um going under the knife because he he was trying to get that contract get signed into first division. So he would just you know tough it out, man. And and that is what they have to do a lot of times. Um, he just he even talked about how from the from the under seventeen when they make the jump to the under twenty, how many players that were like beast mode would just like disappear. They just they couldn't hang anymore. The jump of quality. Like, yeah, a different ball game, man. Oh, and um, yeah, thanks for reminding me because I want to talk about this. He he talked about how so he went to the 17, then he got to the 20, and then they then Cardoso asked him to join them for Libertadores. So he made his debut. He said he was crying when he's made when he's made his like uh Liga MX debut. And then he he flew, he flew to like South America with the team for Libertadores. And then he, uh, I think they had like a break or something. 
And then oh, wait, wait. when he asked him, when he asked him what stadium was crazy playing in, and he said against San Lorenzo, mm. he said that how the atmosphere was just massive going into that stadium. Yeah. So he said he was really excited to get his first paycheck. So like he said that for the under seventeen, under twenty, he was making like a a mil, mil pesos a week, and then which is like five hundred dollars a week. And then he says when you jump to the first team. You make eight thousand pesos a week, and he says, "Oh, I'm gonna go get some like shoes and some clothes." And then I guess he like put his debit card in the in the ATM, and it said that he had a million pesos in his account. He's like, "Oh no, no, no! This this is a mistake." And he called like the finance girl. He's like, "Hey, like, what the fuck's going on? I think you guys, I, I think you guys made a mistake. Like, I have like this much money in my account." And they're like, "Oh no, that's." That's all from like Libertadores and all from like yeah, the bonuses for winning games. Oh my damn! Like, yeah. What is that? Like a hundred thousand? Well, it's like uh, twenty twenty pesos is one dollar, so it's like I don't know, like fifty thousand dollars. It was a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So it was like fifty thousand. For someone that couldn't afford to take uh, three buses to practice. A fuck ton of money. <laughs> he could. Yeah, it was that's a lot, man. But I mean, yeah, 50 G's you know, per see, month for work is fuck ton bro, of money for your you, you gotta I understand. Know, but from this dude, dude. Living, living in the hood and... This guy didn't have a pot to piss in, and he, got, he went from that to like <laughs> a million pesos, bro. Fuck. And, and he said that, like, yeah, so there was like incentives and bonuses, like, if you beat certain teams, you would get paid more. So he said they had they had beaten like America, they had beaten like like big clubs, and I guess they got paid more because of that. And then he said like Libertadores paid like fat. So like I don't know, and he, man. He had like assists and goals, which sometimes they give you. Oh money yeah, for that too. Yeah. So I don't know, bro. Like that part of like the interview was like for me like very eye opening, and I realized like no wonder these motherfuckers settle in Mexico, bro. They're making so much money, like. Well, well you, you know, yeah, the part when he finally gets signed and Toluca finally signs him and he goes and he buys a Beamer. <laughs> he said he wanted to buy a Ibiza, which is like a car company. I I, I remember because I saw him in Guadalajara when I was out there uh, this month or this yeah, like, this year. Like Fiat or whatever. I don't know like who their, what a subsidy is, but it's, it's called Ibiza. And... Uh, yeah, he ended up getting a Beamer instead. I'm like, damn. <laughs> he, it's, like he, it's like he's going for a Corolla. He comes and he, Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and I think I'm also like, like pulling to the side. He's like, the fuck are you doing, man? So Cardoso was the reason why he came to Chivas, huh? Oh, I always knew that. That's crazy. Yes, that was a big steal right there. Well, part part remember he had been injured, so big thing. Yeah, was... they paid like eleven million for him, something like that. Big steal for Toluca. <laughs> that guy isn't <laughs> worth eleven million. Yeah, he, he is, is to me. He well, is to no, me, bro. Man. His nalgas alone are worth five. What are you talking about? Yes. 20, let, let me tell you something. That guy from Tigres, uh. uh the one with the color with the highlights was his name, uh, Fulgencio. Same, same type of player. And your point? Yeah, that guy isn't worth 11 million. <laughs> oh, 
Well, good thing you're a club over country because Vega might be your starting son for the World Cup. <laughs> um, I'm actually on transfer market. I don't know how to take it with a grain of salt, but it said it was 5.28 million. Yeah, no, I don't trust transfer market. Yeah, I don't trust it either. They got exposed. But I was going to remember yeah, the Mexico has double contracts and stuff. So Yeah. They do. Did, didn't you guys also pay like 11 or 12 for Chicote? No, no, no. It was I like, think it was nine it was, million, like for all no, three. Like, yeah, it was like oh. Alexis Peña, Chicote, and Canelo for like that much. It was like three of them. Three player deal. Yeah. And I remember Nikaxa tweeted like, "Hey, you guys haven't paid us yet." <laughs> <laughs> that that guy, the that guy that that your goalkeeper, he looks like a, a guy that went to high school with me. <laughs> that, always, that would always ask for a dollar. <laughs> you know those Mexican Damn. guys always ask for a dollar? That's fucking hilarious, bro. I think we all know somebody that does that shit in right? high school. Tiene la cara de un dólar. They fucking wear the same they, they wear the same clothes every day. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Um but yeah, definitely recommend watching those video of uh, the the interviews. The Macias one, he talked about how like it was worth going to Spain. He says that the the play is more dynamic and they're ver- very disciplined when it comes to like dietary and like obviously like training. Like they're just more disciplined, which we all know. Like that's a no brainer. Um, well, yeah. Well, real, real quick, Jaime, I wanted to say something about the Mas. I I I, I haven't seen the Ve- the Vega interview, but I seen the Macias interview. Like I said yesterday. Uh huh. But what I didn't like. Is this guy making excuses for himself already? Oh yeah, he he was uh, throwing it out there that he didn't succeed because there there was a COVID. a hint of racism out there. When you compare him to what when Hugo Sanchez went over there, they were called screaming Indio at him, and this guy is over here. He couldn't cut out Getafe, and now he's now he's crying about it on the podcast. The mentalities are way different, man. Yeah. Yeah, he said something that uh, oh, he said the he said something that Joel said. I'm like, damn, this is Joel talking yeah. right now, because like he was talking yes. about how like uh, he returned from Leon because they weren't gonna pay the 15 million dollars, and uh, he came he came back to Chivas hot, scoring a lot of goals. Chivas were in were in good form. Fernando <clears throat> Tena, we were like fifth in this in this in the league. Or yes. And then he said, oh, and then COVID happened. And then, like, it all went to shit. And I'm like, okay, like, fair enough. Like, yeah, that that did happen. But that affected everybody, not just him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But he mentioned that. And uh, obviously, Tena was not the same coach when he returned. But then he said he had a good relationship with, like, Michele Año. So, I don't know. Yeah. He's, yeah, with, I guess because they're both Fresa. They, they <laughs> speak the same language. They probably both have the same Coke plug. You know, <laughs> uh, I want to talk about this national team roster. It's disgusting, but we have Gota, Ochoa, and Talavera as your goalkeepers. Um, I'm ju- I'm just glad there's no fourth one, but I am disappointed that Asavel is not in there. We have uh, who who would wait quick? Who would who would you bump off or Asavel? I don't I don't know what he sees in Gota. Or Talavera. Really? I agree. Q, Q as a Cuba fan questioning Cota, dude. I don't know. I don't know, Jaime. 
I all right. So look, you take a veteran, you take a starter, and you take a young a young buck. That young mm-hmm. buck is Acevedo. You don't take. Three, I agree. I agree with that. You don't assessment. take three dinosaurs. <laughs> if, if I have a let's, look. I mentioned before. Uh, my my one of my favorite non Mexican players is the 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 Aryan supremacy Oliver Kahn. And uh, <laughs> I, I re- you guys go back to that 2000, 2002 World Cup. <laughs> he looks like the Terminator. The guy's a badass, man. He is. He, he was, dude. He was. Well, what, what I was gonna say is, you go, you guys go back to when he when he was at his prime, man. He had a like, the two thousand two World Cup, best uh best goalkeeper and best player of the tournament, right? Even then, he had a, a young Lehman, that guy from Arsenal, that badass from Arsenal, that goalkeeper, breathing down yeah. his neck, man. Yep. And then what happens? Then the next World Cup, he takes over. Yep. And and Khan is a little older. Mm-hmm. You got to ride the bench, man. And and Lehman is on in the two um, up until he faced that historic Italy team, where where they performed performed that defensive masterclass on him. Uh, that guy was like the man of the tournament too. Yeah, and that's what, what I'm trying. Yeah. What yeah. I'm trying to get at is that even though uh, Mexico does produce good domestic goalkeepers, Ochoa hasn't really had any competition all these years. I agree, and and like you mentioned, like it's it's the passing of the torch, right? You mm-hmm. want to know this is the next in kin. This is who's going to take over. This is the future of the Mexican national team. And they both have great hair, so I don't know why Tata wouldn't take Acevedo over Cota or Talavera. Talavera's too old, bro. Like, and he has yeah, Talavera's forty. I would have dropped Talavera. Yeah, and Ochoa were gonna hurt. You had to bring somebody else on. That's I feel what, comfortable yeah. having Acevedo in yeah. there instead of. He Cota just scored a goal over the weekend. That guy's a legend. <laughs> We had two goalkeepers on the same day score a goal. That is, I've never seen that before. Who was, who was the other one? That's why I call it Gloriosa Liga Mekis. Uh Was it Julio Gonzalez from Pumas? Yeah, yeah that hijo de papi. That guy from Pumas? <laughs> that, that guy's playing for Pumas because uh, he has a family member in the Pumas Directiva. How they, they, a lot of them do, man. Almost everybody, dude. Jeez. It's like that shitty ass defender from Tecos, Leano. Yeah. Because his dad was like the owner. He owned the team. This guy was terrible. That won the title with you guys? El Don Pepe just asked a question on YouTube chat. Who are your goalkeepers? Or who, no, he said, who are the goalkeepers for the 2026 World Cup? Um, Don Pepe just going off this list. That's I called up Cota, Ochoa, and Talavera. And I'm just going to say this. If whoever's on this list, we can safely assume, like, these are the only players that are in consideration for the World Cup. Uh, there's a total of 28 field players and, I believe, three goalkeepers. So there's 31 on this roster. He's going to have to cut it down to 26. So if you're not on this list, you're most lucky not going to the World Cup. Um, I was surprised no Marcelo Flores, man. No Marcelo Flores and no Cordoba. And no Zendejas. Oh, Zendejas is going to play for USA. That's what I heard. He can't, though, because he already played for both. 
No, he needs to sign that one-time switch. He already did a one-time could... switch. No, no he didn't no. sign it. And, and it has to be an official game. You could play Moleros. Mate, you can't play for I'll the U.S. Everything. You can't play for the U.S. and then play for Mexico and then have a one-time switch. You already did a one-time switch. No, with official match. But he plays. That's if you played official match. He hasn't done the one-time switch. That's why Mexico hasn't called him. He already, he's already played for Mexico. Yeah, but he, it was an official game. Without, without like, well, he's, the he's... right rule, tools, like they shouldn't have lined them up. Can you? But it was friendly, so they didn't get like much heat for it. But friendly is not a FIFA game. If it has to be a FIFA game, mm-hmm. no, but it's he played like, an official game, game, game with the U.S. Yeah, but that's why he. That's why the. That's but where the one-time like, switch comes game in. Game with a country, then go play a friendly with someone else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He played for the U.S. up until the under seventeen. Then he joined Chivas and then had a I don't like... know. I don't know if there's a rule against that. You can play because friendlies with it. On June 23rd. Want, 20... Once you play an official one with one, like you're like set to them. Check this out. June 23rd, 2016. Chivas signed him. In order to meet with the club's tradition of only using Mexican players, Zendejas agreed to reject future U.S. national team call-ups and accept Mexico national team call-ups if they were to ever occur. After he joined Chivas, he only played for Mexico. And he already got ca- uh, capped last year. So I don't know how he could switch to the United States. There's no way. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We already saw what happened to... Uh, was it Ecuador? Who's using a Colombian player? What's going on in South America? Yes. No, no. One of the... So it's trippy because I think Chile was trying to say that that Ecuador had aligned the player during one of the matches. And but then that got case got ruled out. They got investigated. But then one of the one of the Ecuador players during an interview said he was born in Colombia. So then I think they reopened the, the investigation again. And they're coming for you, Joel. <laughs> no, those are the sirenas of the uh, the news, the, the breaking news. I see that. If I don't know, like if he doesn't have the Ecuadorian citizenship, then yeah, they would, they would um take the points away, and Ecuador would be booted out. Uh, but I don't. Male sport obtains record of Brian Castillo that he admitted he was born in Colombia. Yeah, I mean, but it don't matter if he was born in Colombia. It's, it's if he doesn't have the citizenship. You know, if he, yeah, the citizenship. So he doesn't. He was born in Colombia, and his agent like talked him into getting fake documents, so he changed his come. age three, four years less, and like his the names are pretty darn similar, but I think he had like another surname. And then he went, made a career in Ecuador. Everything gets called up for Ecuador. But those documents that he presented in Ecuador, they were forged. Uh, so, you know, he that could be a federal crime. And then um, his age, he's actually like four years older than what. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, but that interview, that interview was actually from years ago. That's just like leaked info or wow. whatever. And now it's like coming back to bite him in the ass. Uh, but been or somebody, they had already made a decision on it. It's like, no, nah, like it's, it's a wrap. It's over. Ecuador's going to the World Cup. 
But apparently this Thursday, they're going to, like, release the decision. Damn. But there's a rumor that uh, Italy might actually get that spot. Nah, why would it be Italy? Because <laughs> they won the Euros or some bullshit and something about Chile. Like, I don't know. Nah, they there's can't. a big rumor that Italy oh, might hell no. They, they can't do it. They should if, if that no, happens. They can't do it because um, there's already too many, like, European teams in the World Cup. Like, No, it also, yeah, it doesn't correspond to take away, you know, one and give it. Europe already has the Well, then Peru's going to win the two because Peru lost in that uh, repetraje game. Chile didn't even make it to repetraje. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, then. Yeah. So any- but then, Peru are going to both win it. But then, I think, I, I'm not too sure. Ecuador, I think it was- Chile won it because apparently, I think Ecuador beat them or something. So they're saying they should never lost those points. So yeah, but then wouldn't, wouldn't those points have put them on top? That's my best guess. Like, if they would get those points. I don't like to play the what they, if game. I would give it to the team that they played in Repechaje and, like, yo. Well, I'm, I'm at this. I mean, Peru made a Repechaje, Chile didn't. I'm going to disappoint, disappoint you lads and give you what will most likely happen because it's happened before. It happened with this Brazilian named Sandro. Sandro Iwasaki or something like that. He was like Japanese. Of Japanese, but born in Brazil, and Sandro, um, he was a Cachirul, but but FIFA ruled that um, the CBF were not involved; that they did not know that, you know, about this dude with having having fake. It, it was um, a Cachirul because of uh, his age. His age was was thick of the forged document, and that that could be uh, probably Ecuador's out. <laughs> or they're like, where where it's like we didn't we didn't do this, you know, we didn't, um, yeah. we didn't yeah. ask the player to do that, and and we didn't realize this document was fake. Like it seemed to be in order. You know, uh, speaking about fake documents, real quick. <laughs> Remember when Ronaldinho had a fake pa- passport <laughs> when he got in Paraguay, put in jail. Yeah. <laughs> And he spent COVID in like prison and shit. That shit was hilarious. That's, he was playing football. That's I, I don't I don't know if I believe that story, man. This dude probably didn't they get him like a gourmet like, meal? He was like kicking it with the guards and yeah. playing soccer and shit. I was in jail, man. I bet they would take him out of jail. He would go like at the warden's house at a party, with cookers and cocaine and like, who like people will go and be like, "Hey, can Ronaldinho come party with us?" You know, that's it. So random. Uh, El Don Pepe uh, says that if Ecuador gets disqualified, Peru would replace them, which is yeah, that makes sense. Um, the rest of this list: Alvarez, Angulo, Araujo, Artiaga, Gallardo, Il, Vasquez, Sanchez, Montes, and Hector Moreno for defenders. You have Edson Alvarez, Alvarado, Antuna, Beltran, Chavez, Guardado, Gutierrez, Sanchez, Romo, Rodriguez, Pineda, Lainez, HH, Funes Mori, Jimenez, uh, Santis, and then Raúl Jimenez. Chucky Lozano, Henry Martin, and Vega for forwards. And we can pretty much assume that this is the uh, basically the final list before they, they cut it down. But how do you guys feel about this list? I, I'm not too happy with it. I don't have a problem Me. with the forwards. Yeah. 
I was kind of hoping Chicharito would would squeeze in there, but he keeps missing penalties. So after those penalties, man, those are horrible. I mean, he hasn't really done. I mean, he started scoring lately, but right now the way it's looking with uh, Santi Jimenez and uh, I guess even Henry Martin, those are the guys to go with. I'd rather go with them than uh, Chicharito at this point, just because they've been part of the process. I agree. But who I I wouldn't have there is that bum Herrera. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's taking Bucana shots down here in Houston, and he still wants to go to the selection. Isn't that living the life, though, Ricardo? Wouldn't you like to get paid? I I would. To (laughs) to do that. And you're right. (laughs) I'm not criticizing, criticizing the fact that he's giving his family a better life or that he's improving his his bank account. What I'm criticizing is that go ahead and do that, but leave the selection the hell alone, man. Go rot with your money, but don't be expecting other things just because you want to live it up, and then you're going to shit. You're going to be shit in the World Cup with Mexico, man. You're bringing everyone down. Hey, he's not a random player. He's a captain, too. Wait, all right. Name me somebody better than Herrera right now in the Luis midfield. Chavez. Luis Chavez? Yeah. Yeah, but that's just that's that. just at the moment, bro. Herrera has World Cup experience. Well, think... that's what we're talking about—the moment, right? Yeah, who's better for the national team right now? Even with him, like taking it easy, going to MLS, and like you know, not taking it serious, he's still gonna be a better option in the World Cup than basically any other midfield we have. Unfortunately, that's just the sad truth. He doesn't really, uh, he doesn't really uh, have much competition, like. You saw Guardado play at 17 against Argentina. He did great. I mean, all that matters at, at the game is that your knees don't shake and that you're in the moment playing mm-hmm. the level that you're playing. Yeah. I, Im- imagine if England took that stance when in 98 when they took an 18-year-old Michael Owen and he scored that, that amazing goal against Argentina. For... for uh, future Newcastle player. Newcastle had told me. <laughs> the thing about England is they have such a huge pool of talent that like they have to be on point, you know? And Mexico, let's be honest, man. If you're Hector Herrera, your your shit's in the bag, bro. Like you, you have the coach on your side, you have the marketing, you, you're like a superstar. Ain't no one gonna sit you down, bro. Like he knows that and he's exploiting it right now. Yeah, and that's what he's saying. As a captain, he should be more uh, respectful. Cause think, look at Alvarez, busting his ass off over there. Guti, uh, uh, same thing. Uh, Travis doesn't work with Pachuca. Like those guys are being professional, busting their asses off in their own leagues. For uh, Herrera to be like the, what is it? What do they call the guys here in MLS? Uh, designated player. Yeah, for him to be a designated player, retiree, have his team in playoffs, <laughs> and like being a total clown. Like yeah. you're disrespecting your club and your national team. Come on now. That's that's why I I know I've come on here with you guys and I've shit on Vela a bunch of times, mm-hmm. but I respect his stance of him saying, you know what? If my time is done, if these other guys have a chance. Yeah, but look no. at the guys that are getting the chance. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> I mean, if he, if he was still around, Vega wouldn't really have a chance, would he? Um, is he, isn't that the position he plays? 
I think so, yeah. And honestly, as as much as, as crazy as it sounds, I would still I would still take Vela over uh Vega. I, I would too, Jaime, but if if his mind isn't on it and and if he's just ready to just retire in MLS like he is now, like I'd rather go with the young gun, man. Yeah. I agree. I wish more Mexican players had his mentality because it is rude. You're taking up a spot, man. I'm I'm talking to you, Talavera. I'm talking to you, Gallardo. I'm talking to you, Herrera. So it's like... Hey, Gallardo scored two games in a row now. Yeah, it's just not someone I want at the World Cup. No, no, I was just... No, I don't want him in, as a team at all, but he got a lot of hate that uh, he hasn't scored a single goal for the Mexican national team. And then... Uh, he goes and scores like two goals in a row with Monterrey. <laughs> that so second goal he scored was a golazo. I didn't see it. Was it against Santos or God. it was that one zero game? Not sure. I'm trying to find it right now. This or that will play for America? I don't watch, I don't really watch. Yeah, he game. does. Does he? Like his regular time? Yeah. Huh. I don't know why I thought someone else were the center backs. Uh, Rayados beats Juarez on Friday 1-0. Yeah, Juarez. There you go. Uh, Querétaro and Santos tied 3-3. America over Necaxa 2-1. León over Tigres. Toluca and Pumas tied with, obviously, the dramatic header from the goalkeeper. Um... Chivas beat Puebla. Cruz Azul beat Mazatlán. Atlas lost to San Luis. Oof. And Pachuca put a six spot over Tijuana. Wow. And America beat Necaxa using rotaciones. Nice. Who scored using the goal? Using those bench players. Uh, Los Santos and who else? Uh, no way. Oh, oh el, el parcero came back. Uh, Roger Martinez. No way. The stripper lover. Yeah. Those are two names I haven't heard in a long time. I forgot they were right. on the team. That's why everyone was surprised, man. Damn, bro. You guys got fucking squad. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Y'all got these in the reserves and shit? You got... <laughs> that, that's why I criticize your team, Jaime. And these guys aren't cheap. Roger was like $9 million. Uh, That guy we just got, Brian Rodriguez, he was by like $7 million. Like uh, Chivas isn't the only team that gets uh, overpriced players, man. That they try to sell overpriced players to, I mean. Yeah, but you just got Televisa money, bro. Oh, yeah, I mean. That's America for you. Y'all got that Netflix money now. Making yeah. mediocre content. I love it. Was Roger the guy that got arrested for, like, beating up his wife? No, that's he. Oh, you're bringing up old things, man. That was Ibarra. <laughs> He's with TJ now, man. I know, I knew they were still playing. He's spending his weekends at Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. That guy's still playing, and that dude, that, um, that America Juvenil, that was singing that song, uh, La Culpa No Era Tuya. Or oh, no yeah, that feminist song, right? He got booted hard. Booted, we, haven't yeah. even, we haven't heard it, of him since. Just because of that reporter that... Uh... The one that looks like a little man. She she had a little, <laughs> a little. She was complaining on Fox Sports, and they got rid of that kid, man. I mean, 
you got canceled. Right? That's extreme if you ask me. I should have, like, <laughs> I apologize, take a feminist course or something. Everyone's Sensitivity. on the course now, man. <laughs> I know, but I mean, you're ruining some kid's him. career just because he, he's being ignorant. It's not. Yeah. It's fucked up, you know? Draw my leg playing in Liga Expansion. Uh, that kid will get a chance with somebody else. Joao Malek. Yeah, we, we said maybe Chivas should go after him. Doubt they, they will. I'll be Yeek 2.0. <laughs> so, from the top to the bottom, America in first place with 31 points, nine game winning streak. Oh, I am so looking forward to your downfall in Liga. It's going to be. It's going to be great. I love it. Hace <laughs> frío. Obviously with the big Clásico on Saturday. I want to know you guys' predictions for that one. What's going to happen? I'll be generous. 3-1. <laughs> I don't know, man. You guys got a game tomorrow against Santos. And then a that's, game on Saturday. Huh? Santos is easy work, man. Uh, they give Querétaro a fight. You know, you got Acevedo with the goal for the season. I don't know, man. That, that's our feeder. That's our feeder team, man. They know when to bow down. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. You guys take their great strikers and ruin them. Yeah, he's not capping, though. Once Otrara makes a move, they'll probably go for Acevedo. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell Hell no. Just like uh, Santos, I mean, Orlegi is our feeder feeder teams, feeder team. Uh, Grupo Pachuca used to be your feeder team, but you guys are broke now. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting that guy, Ibanez, uh, Argentino. But Pachuca is in Salto America. Oh. Yeah, it's interesting how that works. Mm-hmm. But three one, okay, I like it. Uh, Pastor, what's your predictions for the Super Clasico? I think it's gonna be a traditional Liga Mekis. It's gonna be a game where it's gonna be a big letdown. It's probably gonna be something like one one. You remember the last one was super hyped up too, and it wound up being like a zero zero, where uh, Medica even got those red cards and Chivas couldn't do anything. Yeah, I remember that. Go Wasn't that when we were last place and you guys couldn't st- still couldn't do anything? Hey, well, let's see if you guys are in first right now with nine wins in a row, if you guys can do mm-hmm. something. All right, just for that, 4-1. <laughs> uh, you know, just for that, let's let's do a little wager. Chivas wins. Uh, Ricardo has to change his bio and his profile picture. Ooh. And come to, on to the podcast. To what? What was that? You got to change your bio and uh, your profile picture and come on to the podcast. <laughs> So your bio has all those uh, trophies and that eagle. You got to replace that with a goat, a French flag, and a couple of trophies on there. And then all right, just for a week, though, because then I'm going to throw up, all right? <laughs> the one where he's, got, uh, where he's got sunscreen on his nipples. <laughs> uh, I love the wagers. I love it. Uh, all right, deal. I got nothing to offer you on the profile stuff, but I can do uh, I can do monetary. I can give you what we gonna do, fifty bucks. 
Keep your money. <laughs> we we all know America's gonna win. Oh. oh no! What we can do is uh, just to make I it interesting, I'll change I'll change my introduction bio, song. Uh, instead of doing uh, the one he usually does, he can do the America anthem. For All the right. Podcast. What do you say, Jaime? Next podcast, whoever wins, yeah, I'm down. All right. Um, I think. I hope that there's a lot of controversy because that's how every classico is. I hope there's like a a play that just like, oh, this game's fixed or whatever. I know that's gonna happen. Um, On the Chivas side, of course. Either side, it doesn't matter. America's at home, and for some reason, Chivas play better on the road right now, and they have a tendency to pack that bitch up. And in Las Vegas, yeah, we're gonna be the home team. We're gonna be the home team. So. Add, add that trophy to the cabinet. They're always the home team in Nasteca. <clears throat> and they just come off of a defeat over Tigres. I think they're going to go in and and get themselves a, a humble humble victory. Give us Honestly, a score. We're man. the home team everywhere except Monterrey. We're the home team in Necaxa, Puebla, Cruz Azul. Mazatlan, right? Yeah. And you guys Pujol. lost that one. Pumas didn't like ban other people because you're not afraid to get their ass kicked by the Pumas fans. We'd probably be number one there too. I think it's a two-one victory for Chivas on Saturday. Okay. What about Joel? Is he gonna stay neutral or what? Nah, I actually have Ami as favorites. There you go, Joel. I could see them probably two-one winning. <laughs> wow. Tigres game got you that messed up? Got no, I was never there. I was never expecting the whole uh that run they did with the five wins or the what was it, six or seven uh undefeated streak they went through. Uh I was not expecting that. I still think that Chivas squad is still has like some young and experienced players, and they're still very dependent on two or three players like like Vega and, and even Beltran. And if those guys don't show up or have a bad day, the team suffers a lot. And it's so it's a thing. It's a team that I feels like on um, just very dependent on 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 players and and situations like that compared to like America that is already having more players returning with a more deep squad, which they, if they have a player underperforming, they won't suffer as much as then they have. They have like another good player, like on the wings, just ready to come in. The reason I'm excited for this match is because a lot of teams sit down and bunker against Chivas. So it's nice to have an offensive club. You know, it's going to happen. You know, they're going to be aggressive. Wait, wait, are you, wait are you thinking I'm just going to sit down and bunker to Chivas at Azteca? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm glad that we're going to have a protagonist. Oh, because opposite, opposite. You think they're going to yeah. attack. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's going to open up Chivas for counters and Chivas are very good on the counter. As okay. long as they have their finishing boots on, if they don't have their finishing boots on, if we have what happened today, then it's going to be a long night. But if they're on point, this can be a very entertaining match. That depends how Fidalgo comes out, man. They're already trying to make him Mexican. They're trying to take him to the national team. Who is he? Fidalgo. Fidalgo, Fidalgo el niño polla. 
Isn't he the Spaniard? I don't watch America games, so I don't know. Solari brought. Solari, Solari brought. He was a baller. He's the best midfielder in Liga MX. The Real Madrid cat. Yeah. Yeah, it's a baller. Oh. You're not going to like this, but he's definitely better than Nene. If he did naturalize himself, he'd definitely take Nene's spot. <laughs> what about Ricky Puig? What happened to that guy? He's playing MLS now. Puig? Oh, the Barcelona kid, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So much oh, for that's that. Early re- that's early retirement, man. <laughs> what about Barcelona's cantera de La Masia? Because, like, he kind of got overhyped. Well, he leaked some stuff, too. He, like, leaked locker room stuff, and no one liked it. Oh, really? So they, like, booted him, too. So, but, I mean, everyone in Europe booted this guy? I think he did Galaxy buy him, or is he on loan? I think it's No, they bought him. No, they bought him? Yeah, they bought him. Well, I mean, maybe Barca was booty about who they sold him to, but... Dude, he's only 23. he was leaking stuff from the locker room to like oh. press and stuff. And they I just like think he all. isn't that good. Yeah, he's not that good either. I mean, he was getting pretty, pretty much hype. We know it kind of reminds me of uh, Bojan. That's how Barcelona fans are, man. They've been hyping up Pedri forever, and then he misses a sitter versus Bayern today. <sighs> but if he would have scored that. They want him to be Ballon de Oro all of a sudden. I'm sure no. there was a stipulation like, "Hey, we're gonna give you Lewandowski, but you're not allowed to beat us in the Champions League." Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch any Champions League football today, but I know that Bayern beat Barca. Uh, and uh, Machine lost too. The didn't Ajax lose to Liverpool? Yes, two to one. Yeah, eighty-eighth minute goal, I think. Hmm. Uh, El Don Pepe in the chat says, "I've been following the national team since the early '90s. This is the least talented Mexico I've ever seen. Something just feels different." I wish that was. We all agree with you. <laughs> Well, folks, do you have uh, any other topics you wanted to talk about tonight? Mm. America sitting on top. Poppy as usual, man. Nothing to add. <laughs> oh, uh, topic. How do you feel about Argentina sniping up uh, Dan Ortiz after the World Cup? There's a, that's a rumor that's picking up, too. Uh, sounds sounds like smoke. <laughs> yeah, because their coach is doing great. Yeah. I don't know why they would want to get rid of their coach. That kind of sounds like he he's looking for an extension and they're throwing smoke out there. Uh, a little big pay cut. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, there was a rumor going around, or more like a leak, uh, about a... 20-year anniversary jersey for Chivas uh, after, you know, Jorge, Jorge Vergara bought the team. And I'm not going to lie, it looked pretty cool. And then I also saw, like, a green, like, jersey floating around, too. But I don't know how accurate this this all is. 
All those jerseys look the same to me. All those Chiba jerseys. You can thank you can thank Puma for that. They've done a terrible job. Yeah, I mean, don't they all look the same though? Like, you know, like Mexico when they had that black and gold one, and then the cup after that they gave it to Germany. I don't just like basically like rotate the color schemes amongst their teams. I feel yeah, like Nike does the same thing too. Nike, Puma, Adidas—they all make cookie cutter jerseys. Yes. I'll, I'll, now that you guys mentioned that, I, I was talking to uh, to my brother about that the other day about how those those iconic Mexico jerseys are like the Mexican brand ones, like Adidas and those other brands. Like, like Ava Sport. Yeah, yeah, and Ava Sport and stuff like that. Atletica. Mm-hmm. They should go back to that. They can't because they can't offer them the kind of money that Adidas and Nike would. No, and also you have to. Who owned those brands? And some of these dudes are shady. So. Mm. <laughs> are you think Adidas around. isn't shady? Maybe, but I mean, in Mexico, it's like a little bit different. <laughs> no, they definitely got money, but I'm just saying, as a fan, the designs are way better. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. No, yeah, because because some of these companies, they they just kind of went to the side. They sort of disappeared. Yeah. Um, I forgot who owned who. What happened to Atletica, but, man? That was a great brand. Just follow the ownership, man. You. Did they get reincarnated and are they Charlie now? Like, I, I want to know what happened. I used to know though, like the owners. Then, but that's man, it's so long. Let me, let me, let me check out sport. I think Charlie was kind of unique, but I heard their quality's not good. Yeah, see, there's, there's like nothing. I can't find nothing on them. All good. Well, folks, well, we have uh, a Super Classico this weekend. Um, I'll leave you guys with uh, with a closing thought, and then we'll, we'll wrap this up. What you got for us, Ricardo? I just hope our pastor honors is a bet, man. 4-1. All I'm going to say to that is I hope you guys beat Santos because I want to have that. That fresh scalp? Wait, you cut off. Ah, here, here it is. Sorry, lads. So, the guy that owned Ava Sport, he used to, he, he used to own Club Monterrey. Mm. Uh, Rayados Monterrey. His name is Jorge Lanquenao. He, he passed away. He also worked for a bank. He also laundered money for a cartel. Follow the money. Follow the money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, kind of what happened. He was involved in some shady stuff. And he, I think he was using the bank. He was involved in some bank. He was like an American bank. He was in Mexico. And, yeah, it's it's... It's crazy. Like around the '90s, you, you were having all these. Dude, you could do a Netflix on it. Like, oh, I'm a cop. 
how a lot of the narcotrafico was had like infiltrated Liga MX, uh, not just not just from not just from Mexico, but from Colombia as well. And you had all these Colombian players. I uh, practically had a lot of the main ones. The only one that never made the switch was Higuita, but you had uh, Tren Valenciano, you had uh, it's, it's, it's quite a number of Damian Alvarez, not to be confused with the Mexican Damian Alvarez. There's, there's a few for a while. Um, and there's some wild stories, like one of the Colombian players, how they caught him trying to quit in the airplane with like a, you know, a, a maleta full of money and, you know, stuff like that. It, it's, it's crazy. And using transfers to launder the money. Um, so, yeah, it was, it took a while for the, for the Liga to like, you know, kind of cleanse itself. But it, and a lot of the teams ended up being affected, including Chivas and including, uh, no, I said Chivas, no, not, not Chivas. I, I'm, I'm confusing the promotora thing wasn't cartel. It was just corruption with, with mixed loop. Um, well, I, 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 I you think the Colombian players were used as, yep. uh, for the Mexican League? Are you saying the Mexican League or the Colombian League? The, the Colombian, the, the FARC, I think, was the one that was even involved in that. Uh, the FARC is like some guerrilla. Mm -hmm. I, I think they use drugs, too, for to fund their guerrilla. Um, yeah, they were they were doing the, the transfers into Mexico for um, to launder money. Oh. No, he played in Veracruz, didn't he? If he did for just one season, right? Yeah, for one season. I remember seeing okay. that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they sent all these dudes, man. They, they sent all of them. A lot were already old, but a lot of them were like big names. Uh, seleccionados. Well, had been seleccionados. Now, now those random transfers kind of make sense. <laughs> hey, Rose Lozano was one of them. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had him. But yeah, like the, it was crazy, like the nineties, like mid late nineties. Um, you had a lot of crazy stuff going on in the league, and eventually they managed to like just change it up and, and get rid of a lot of these dudes that were just taking advantage. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, again, gentlemen, always a pleasure speaking to you. I'm very excited to see what happens over the weekend and. And see who's gonna have to honor their bet. Um, I'll leave you guys with a rumor. It sounds like Jimenez is gonna return to America. It sounds like Wolves is is ready to move on. Would not be surprised if that happens. But who knows? Maybe he'll uh, catch lightning in a bottle in the World Cup, and maybe his stock will rise. But uh, thank you guys for hopping on. For our listeners, definitely encourage you guys to join us next week going to be good and uh thanks to everyone on the youtube chat appreciate your guys inputs make sure to catch us every tuesday or wednesday night around nine o'clock on the best coast west coast this is cantina mx signing off for the nights hope you have a good one <laughs>